it never be said that Deborah Kendrick is not prompt because it's eight o'clock and I think we'll go ahead. So um, I want to um, thank those of you who are here and welcome you and tell you that I am really looking forward to this and I think we're going to have a blast. So um, for this first, what I hope will happen in future, and of course, if you hope otherwise, then that will shape what we do. But my personal hope is that we, um, over time, read and critique one another's work. I think that's what writers want most, is feedback on their own work. And how we do that will we'll kind of come to a consensus over time of how we do that, whether it's random. Um, a face-to-face group that I'm in, it's just whoever brought something to read, reads, and we make sure that we have time for everybody who brought something to read, that they get time to read it and get some feedback on it. <laughs> read the announcement that we sent out. Um, my only rules are that it's an equal participation conversation, which clearly means that I hope everyone will talk. I, I'm sure you don't want to hear my voice nonstop, and I don't want to hear any of yours nonstop either. <laughs> so I hope we'll all, uh, we, not I hope, we will all get an opportunity to, to speak and to share. And, um, and the other thing is that um, the, the words critique, um, the word critique does not mean to be critical. It means to be analytical. And uh, in this group, I hope it will, we will always be kind and honest. So what I thought would be best to do for this first meeting will be, and since I have your names all here, I'll just call on you. Um, if we each could introduce ourselves, tell who you are, where physically you're located in the universe, what you are writing and or what you hope to be writing, and if there's something particular you hope to get from this group. So that's a lot. Um, I, as you know, am Deborah Kendrick. I have been um, very fortunate and happy to have had a 35-year successful freelance writing career. I have been a newspaper columnist, um, was syndicated by King Features for a few years, have been in several newspapers, uh, have written countless magazine articles, um, have published some books, and Although I say I will never be able to retire because that's the drawback of having always been self-employed. I don't have much of a retirement account. Uh, but that's, that's okay I, uh, because I, I love writing. I love what I do. But I do hope to scale back somewhat to be able to do some creative writing. Um, not the newspaper columns and magazine features can't be creative. I like to think that they are. But I would like to try my hand at writing some fiction and to get back to poetry, which is where I began. So if we wind up having time to share any of our writing this evening, I I have a couple of things queued up that I might share a little bit of my uh, 
of a poem or a bit of fiction. Okay, so enough from me. Um, my fingers are on the Braille list of participants, and the next participant I see is John Christie. So, John, would you introduce yourself? John? Could he still be muted? Let me see. Oh, he is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm John Christie, and uh, I, live, I live in East Weymouth, uh, Massachusetts, just south of Boston. And um, I've uh, written on and off. I've had trouble finding work in the writing area, and uh, hope to get some resources from the group. Maybe uh, what places I could try to uh, get uh, writing. And um, I've um, I've written uh, I've written for the Matilda Ziegler magazine, and um, the um, I, I've uh, I've also done a few internships with the Commission for the Blind and the um, and the um, um, another place in Boston. I forget what it is now offhand. I but I've um, I've done some of that. So I hope to get some resources. Okay, great. Well, I, I hope that I, I think there will definitely be resources here for you. Okay, so Debbie Armstrong, Deborah, tell us okay. you way. <laughs> Am I unmuted? Yes. No, good. Okay. Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay, that's great. Um, um, I'm the one who kind of started this group, and I love to write, and I also very much envisioned it involving critiquing. And in our first meeting, we did critique one of my stories. Um, I love to write. Uh, however, I'm not really interested right now in publicizing myself because I have a very good job. And so um, what I want to do is write well enough that when I retire, I can make a little extra money writing. So in the meanwhile, my main goal is to improve my writing and to get it in front of as many readers as possible. One way I can help us with the critiquing is that I do have uh, two Braille printers in my job, and I can read Braille out loud fairly well. So if somebody wants something of theirs read in a meeting and they do not feel comfortable reading it out loud, if I get it two or three days in advance, I'm happy to put it into Braille and to read it out loud. Um, I would say... Um, and, of course, this is all up to Deborah, but anything that you want to have read in a meeting probably should not exceed 1,500 words because otherwise it starts getting too long and there's no time left to critique it. So, anyway, that's my stuff I wanted to say, and I'll move on to someone else. You did not tell us. And where are you? You did not tell us where, where are you. Are you? Oh, I'm in California. I'm in like Northern Brett. California, uh, Silicon Valley. I work in Silicon Valley and also live here. Okay. And I will... Um, echo one of the things that Debbie said, which is that I love to read aloud and I'll be happy to read for anyone that if you don't feel comfortable and you want to just send it to me. Um, Okay. So David, I'm going to try David. I've known you for a long time and I always fear that I'm slaughtering your name. Is it Fouché? Yes. That's right. All right. Well, you're next. All right. Um, I have written for the past 12 years a series of reviews for Library Journal of audiobooks, averaging about six um, reviews a year, some years more, some years less. 
and I once maintained a, a, an audio blog. It would be called a podcast now um, from about 2004 to 2009, early 2009, and did publish a book, self-publish a book last year. I was interested more in trying to monetize writing by developing what people talk about now, developing a platform which will attract a tribe as I expand my brand. Now I sound like a marketing brochure, but that's what, <laughs> that's really what people talk like now at some of the conferences. I've been to a couple online and so I would like to do maybe do a podcast. I was thinking about calling it Book Moments and more because I find so many podcasts now are too long. Even the book ones, they I, I get I feel like I'm being I'm back in college lit class for an hour, and I think you could do an you could do an excellent thing. Maybe a brief sketch of a book in maybe ten minutes. And I thought about doing that and trying to develop a platform for it, and hoping to get followers and maybe work something. So yes, I would want to use this as a part-time job. I can't say that I love writing the way some of you do. I love reading, but I've been told I do have writing ability, so I thought I'd better try to put that to some sort of use. <clears throat> and I, I think that um, another thing that all of you should feel free to do in this group is use this group as one more outlet for um, advertising, promoting work that you have done. So, David, I don't think you said the name of your book. I'll say it for you. It's Across Two Novembers, and I personally found it. So, um, okay, Nancy. Well, that's appropriate. It's November. Then. <laughs> Across Two Novembers. Yes, I think that, you were that, that's it's appropriate. Appropriate, it's appropriate because it is November. Because it's November. Okay. All right. Nancy Scott. Uh, I'm in uh, Pennsylvania. I'm north of Philadelphia. And um, like Deborah, I've had a, about a 35 career, year career writing. I haven't had the kind of audience that she's had. Mine's been probably more diverse and probably smaller. Um, I write uh, creative nonfiction and poetry. And I'm suppose I'm critiquing would be interesting if it was something I could participate in and it would be fun to know more about perhaps getting a wider audience and perhaps making a little more money. That's not a, a bad thing where I am in, in the career path now. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, Anne Parsons. Hello. Hello. There you are. Oh, here I am. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I tried Alt-A, and I didn't hear any difference, and I'm out here. What have I done now? <laughs> well, okay. I'm Ann Parsons. I live in Rochester. Sorry. Abby and Bill. Go ahead, Ann. Uh Ann Parsons. I live in Rochester, New York. I am the author of a science fiction, excuse me, novel called The Demis, D-E-M-M-I-E-S. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was published uh, via DLD Books. And 
what else can I say? I, well, I'm, I'm more than that. I've, I'm a choral singer. I teach Braille and computer technology. Um, and as I say, uh, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Great. Thank you. And Anne is the much appreciated moderator of the email list, sir, because when Bob talked to me about the, the opportunity to do this, which I'm very honored and thrilled to do, by the way, um, I said that I would love to host a discussion group, but I didn't have time to manage an email list. So Thank you, thank you, Anne, for doing that. Well, you're you're welcome. It's um, you know among everything else I'm doing, uh, including traipsing back and forth to doctors' appointments, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, um, you know, I I kind of feel the same way about uh, being an alternate host for this particular program. I've been asked a couple of times, and I um, I just have too much on my plate at the moment but um well we'll see i don't blame you Anne. i had the same problem i told robert i'd do it and then i thought oh my gosh what did i just do so, yeah. <laughs> i mean i Poor could robert. i suppose well uh let me let me give it uh the the let me sleep okay. now, there are people who haven't had an opportunity to introduce themselves That's well let's Let's um, save how busy we all are for a later time. <laughs> okay, which I'm sure all of us are. I don't. I don't mean that um, to, to, to minimize anyone's busyness. Okay, um, Bill from Daytona. I don't think we. Know hey you. there, yeah. Bill Outman, O U T M A N. How the last name spelled? Outman, Daytona Beach, Florida. I uh, am uh, do a little bit of. Uh, bit of uh, writing in terms of uh, both poetry and uh, short stories and I have uh, some book ideas. You don't have really anything of it finished or really published or anything but, uh, but and uh, don't have and I use some of the talent in, as uh, the secretary of the Federation chapter here although don't let that scare some of your way. I work with the Council people and non-affiliated people too, so that's uh, that uh, where I'm at with that. And uh, I uh, hope to be able to, to find my voice and uh, in the culture and uh, have some sort of an impact. And I'm uh, um, glad to uh, to uh, be able to meet uh, a group of people with now because of course I'm in the Federation writer group and I'm on, on both of your email so that's, uh, that's uh, a lot to deal with just in and of itself okay so and, and are you working on something right now Bill are you working on a particular well I have a lot of different things going on you know nothing really finished and uh, I uh, have a hard time staying consistent with working on that because working on it because I'm, uh, you know, kind of distracted by all sorts of other things, even just the day-to-day thing of the life. Right, right. Okay. Um, well, thank you. Okay, Abby Taylor. Okay, well, I'm Abby Taylor from Sheridan, Wyoming, and I am the author 
of four books, my latest being a memoir called My Ideal Partner, How I Met, Married, and Cared for the Man I Loved Despite Debilitating Odds, which is basically about how I met and married my late husband, Bill, and how he um, suffered two strokes the first three months after we were married, so much for the honeymoon, and how I took care of him at home for six years before he passed. I'm working on another novel. I have a brand new website that just got up this week. I've been busy working on that. Uh, but the same, it's the same URL, just a different look and feel, www.abbiejohnson.com. And you can uh, check that out if you want. And um, I'm just looking for some uh, feedback. I always, you know, I always appreciate any kind of feedback on something I'm writing. And I, you know, I, I like to be able to when I have time <coughs> read others and and critique them too when I have time. So that's basically all I have to say. What's it like in Wyoming? I've never known um, in Wyoming before. <laughs> in, well, right now, you know, we've kind of skipped fall and moved on to winter. Yeah, how about? <laughs> we've had, um, some, you know, not bad. Maybe not more, maybe an inch, but we've we have had snow and it's been cold, only up to about forty degrees today. So, uh, not very warm right now. I don't know if we're going to get back to fall or what's going to happen. But right now, the weather forecast is looking, you know, cold for the next few days. So we'll just have to see what happens. <laughs> one one thing that I didn't mention to everyone is that, um, oh, Mary Highland. Mary Highland, you're here. I see your phone number. <laughs> I think you're here. Are there someone masquerading as you with your phone number? Oh, and don't, oh you have to unmute yourself, Mary. Uh, star what's six. the landline? Yeah, on your landline? What's the landline? Command? I think it's star six, isn't it? Yes, I know that's what I get on my iPhone. Yes, it's star yes, six. Yes, I... Okay. I just unmuted myself. I didn't know I was muted. So yeah, everybody here. was muted when they first came in. Hi, Mary. Uh, oh. Hi there. There aren't many people whose phone numbers I recognize. That was kind <laughs> of... Well, I, that, <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. There's some <laughs> someone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Mary, um, you've been hearing what we're doing, right? You're ready to... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Is That's it my turn? It is. Your okay. Mm-hmm. I'm Mary Highland. I uh, live in Columbus, Ohio, and I published a book last year called The Bumpy Road to Assisted Living, a Daughter's Memoir, and it's the story of how I moved my mother into assisted living, um, basically kicking and screaming, and um, all of the lessons that we each learned and the adjustments that she had to make in an assisted living community. Uh, So I am now working on another memoir. And also um, I'm working on uh, a story for one of the chicken soup for the soul books. I did have one published uh, a few years ago and uh, I was published in Red Book magazine. So I like I like writing. I love writing. I I like it as a as a, a recreation, really. And uh, I have a blog, seeing it my way. And um, I 
would like to learn how to get into writing magazine articles. Because after I write this book, I think I'm kind of done with memoir. I think I will have told everything I should tell. So um, that's my goal. Um, okay, so uh, one thing that I thought of that I wanted to tell everyone about me that I didn't just um, – I currently live in, in two places. This is Deborah again. I live um, – I'm from – Ohio, and I've lived in Cincinnati all my adult life and have raised my family in Cincinnati. But um, I've had a, a series of complicated medical things going on for the last almost two years now. And that um, led to my living in Florida. So I live in Florida. It's really not even half and half. The, the last two years, it's been most months in Florida and a few months in Cincinnati. And I sold my house and rented an apartment and et cetera. So, so sometimes when you hear me, maybe I'll sound a little warmer. I hope I sound warmer. <laughs> it is freezing cold here today, I'll tell you. Oh. I was so happy I didn't have to go out. And I wondered why in the world, because I was in Florida for a week this past week. And I came back to Cincinnati because there were some things I wanted to finish. But oh. I was wondering, why am I here when it's like 80 degrees yeah. in St. Petersburg? Yeah. Well, I tell you where what. Else in the state? <laughs> where else in the state are you when you're here? St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. On the other side of the state from me. You're on the Gulf side and I'm on the Atlantic coast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I, I didn't I didn't choose it. I Anyway, it's a long story, but um, okay. So, a couple. Uh, there's there are two things that I thought we'd touch on right away. Uh, one is um, a couple of people have said they'd like to find ways to uh, find outlets for their writing, and so I thought I'd just go ahead and and jump on that and talk about that for a minute. Um, not to sound like you know the grandparent who walked five miles in the snow to school uphill. But I have to say, for people who want to start um, publishing articles today, it is so much easier than when I got started because then it was all snail mail Mm -hmm. and hard copy and involved a lot of stuff that it was hard to do without sight. And now you don't really need, you don't need help for any of it. So, um, Sources, um, of course, you know, the the writers, the freelance writers Bible for many years has been Writer's Market. Um, I found, by the way, a little bit of uh, personal anecdotal info. One of the reasons I'm back up here in Cincinnati is that I've been trying to locate, organize, archive, uh, and make electronic the boxes and boxes and boxes and files and files and files. I have one four-drawer file cabinet that I don't know if I'll ever get to it, um, and many, many boxes and so forth of published articles that once they were done, they were in print, and I moved on to something else. And changing computers several times over the years, I don't have access to 
the majority of them. So I'm working on that. But I found an article that I wrote um, about Writer's Market in 99. And the reason was that um, one of my projects over the years has been I um, founded and edited a computer magazine called Tactic for 15 years. And that morphed into Access World, which some of you may know today, published by the American Foundation for the Blind. Um, And in 99 or 2000, uh, I lived near where Writer's Market is published, F&W Publishing. So I knew some people who worked over there and um, kept saying it was you need to make it accessible. You need to make it accessible. So I don't know if anybody here remembers CD-ROM. Yes. But mm-hmm. Writer's Market was on CD-ROM for one year. <laughs> wow. It only lasted one year. And, and I felt like I died and gone to heaven um, because I had access to all of this on a CD-ROM. And I wrote an article about how great it was. And I found that article. Um Anyway, it's it's always kind of humorous, you know, because now it's 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 online. So, writersmarket.com, if you haven't looked at it before, it's it's mind-boggling. You can get lost in it as you can anything on the internet. But there's yeah. also a young man who um uh and I haven't spoken with him personally, but I I thought he would make an interesting guest for this discussion at some point. His name is Robert Kinjit. He's a freelance writer. And um, oh, yes. uh, he's very involved with audio description and also does the, I don't know how he's doing it exactly, but he's um, scouting and finding uh, various kinds of leads, magazine leads, blogs that pay leads and so forth, and distributes those to anyone who signs up for his distribution list. So um, uh, if, if, if there's anyone here who doesn't already know about that and you want to, then write to me off list and I will um, uh, just locate yeah. one of his posts and forward it to you so you can sign up. But, you know, th- there's so many. Yeah, of- I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I didn't. I I didn't know about all of that, but I, I do remember him, actually. I, I know him from several years ago when he was down here in Florida, I believe, mm. before he moved up to Chicago. Oh, okay. I didn't realize he didn't live in Chicago because I've only known of him since he's been in Chicago. Okay. Um, right. I, I knew him down here so so that is one sort and then I also um, for getting started with magazine writing don't overlook the blindness publications because um, when I first got started started I've written for all of them over the years but I first wrote for dialogue and um, a lot a dialogue still alive and well. And mm-hmm. any magazine that you write for, you know, as time went on, then I would 
write a query letter and I would say, you know, my articles have been published in Women's Day and Executive Lifestyle and Ohio Magazine. But early on, I could say my articles have been published in the Braille Forum, the Braille Monitor and Dialogue. And it didn't matter if people weren't familiar with those magazines. It was clear that I had been published. So um, I'd say, you know, and I think not all, but some of those pay a little bit. Um, uh, and if you're a techie, Access World is always, you know, looking for new writers. Um, and I think, anyway, <laughs> that's really not my thing anymore. It's not mine to say, but I, I think we are. Um, okay, so then the other thing that I picked up on that I, I thought would be fun would be uh, a couple people... Mary mentioned having a blog. I know Abby has a blog. So maybe if we could go around and say, if you if you have a blog, tell us a little bit about where it's published and um, how you got it started and if you recommend it to other people. So, Abby, we haven't heard from you for a little while, so why don't you? Okay. Well, I yeah, my blog, I just changed the name of it recently. It's, it's now called My World, but it is at Abby's Corner, A-B-B-I-E-S-C-O-R-N-E-R dot WordPress dot com. And I blog there at least, um, let's see, one, two, three, four days a week. On Tuesdays, I just kind of do whatever. On Thursdays, I do either a book review or an excerpt from one of my books. On Fridays, I do something I started recently called a Friday Fun Poetry Challenge. And this was actually created by another blogger. Um, and the, the trick is to use synonyms of the words that she gives you. And then you just write the poem and put it on your blog and, without, and, and put a, a, a link to her blog so she gets a ping back. And um, then on Sundays, I do another similar feature called Song Lyric Sunday. And this is another blogger who created this. And you pick a song. She gives you a theme. And you pick a song. Uh, that connects to that theme, and you can go your own way if you want to. If the theme doesn't inspire you, you can do something else. And then the same thing, you just post a video and the lyrics and then the a link, and then link to her blog post. And I started this years ago. Well, I originally started on Blogger, but I wasn't too happy with it. Um, it changed, and it wasn't all that accessible, so I switched to WordPress. And although I had to have help setting it up at first, I think nowadays it might be easier. It might be more accessible. I don't know. But back in the day, I think it was like 20, oh, 29, 2010, something like that, I had to have my webmaster set it up for me. So, um, But now... Uh, you know, I can do it independently, and uh, you know, and things have really changed as far as accessibility accessibility is concerned. WordPress is getting a lot better. Um, in fact, I, that's, that's how I, I I started my own website. Started doing my own website because uh, I purchased this this course from Mystic Access on how to build and maintain a website with um, WordPress. And so I did have Jackie McBride at Brighter Vision Technologies um, move it to her hosting platform. So she's hosting it for me. And I am basically, you know, and, and then she installed WordPress on it for me. And so now it's, I'm basically taking over and flying solo with it. And so far, it's it's been fun. Um, so, And for those who don't know Jackie, she's blind too. And I, yeah. I always love the idea of, you know, giving my business to other blind people. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So the Mystic Access course, Abby, you would recommend that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, she, uh, she's very good. Kim Loft just does most of it, and she's very comprehensive. She explains everything. She demonstrates things. It can be overwhelming, but, you know, she always tells you to, you know, just take it, you know, one step at a time. Take it slowly. There's no rush. Um, and, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Jackie also tells me that she's got some free material. Uh, I think it's WordPress for NEWB. ES.com or something like that. She's got some free material up there. Um, and it's probably good, too. I don't know. I haven't checked that out. But I really like this course. And it also comes not only with the audio tutorials, but there's also a, an email list. And there's a portal that has a uh, demo dashboard. So you can go in there and kind of play around with the demo site, so just kind of like if you were a doctor, you know, learning how to do surgery, doing it on a cadaver first. So it's, uh, it's kind of neat. Uh, Deborah, if I may, uh, this is Bob. I do. I I want to stay on this topic. I know for one more second. This is terrific. Helping Hands for the Blind purchased that course for one of our people. I won't tell you who, but he said they charge the host charge for getting on it with your website. And I guess what I want to ask generally is the charge exorbitant. Helping Hands would pay for it, but if it's a thousand dollars a month or something. Forget it. Ah, you know, I think that's covered. I kind of skipped that section in the course because Jackie offered to host it for me for free for one year. Jackie's wonderful. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, and that so might be something you might want to consider if you're looking for a host. I mean, I don't think she'd do it for free, but she's very reasonable. She only charged me 10 bucks. I'll write you, Abby, and get her okay. email. Ja- I know yeah, Jackie, you and she's yeah. wonderful. Thank you, yeah. Deborah. Thank you. So... Well, so another blogger is Mary. So, Mary Highland, let's hear your experience and also include costs in in what you're doing. I'm sorry. Would you say that again? Because I was unmuting and I okay. didn't hear what you said. Tell us about your blog, how long you've had it, how you go about doing it, and tell us about the cost, who's hosting it. Oh, okay. Um I haven't paid anything, and I um, have a feeling that somebody, my webmaster, is covering that cost because he volunteered to, he's a fellow Toastmaster, and he kept telling me that I should, uh, first of all, he kept saying you should write a book, and then he, he said, you should write a blog, and if and and if you want, I'll set up your website. So he's done all that for me. I've been very lucky in getting that done for me because I am the anti-techie. <laughs> I, 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 it just completely flummoxes me. So I like to write. I don't like to play with the computer. So I started the my blog um in 2012, I believe, right about the time I moved my mom into assisted living, and I, the, what I, how I started it is that I contacted my local newspaper, not the Columbus Dispatch, but our little weekly paper in my uh, town of Gahanna, and and pitched uh, a an idea of writing um, a column about blindness and blind people and so on. And they said, well, they already had people doing uh, weekly columns and they didn't need me, blah, blah, blah. So 
I thought, okay, I'll write a blog, and I could I can write whatever I want. So, ha ha ha, and that's what, that's how I started writing uh, a blog, and I started writing things about how blind people do things and how blind people think about things, and uh, guide dogs and all that kind of stuff. So. It started out to be sort of an educational thing, and then it sort of morphed into uh, what it's like to move my mother into assisted living, and then, uh, you know, some other things and some some opinions about different things that were going on and what it's like to vote independently and audio description and on and on. So I at first I wrote three times a week, and uh, now I I write maybe once or twice a month. So I have a, a question uh, about cost because I did a blog for a very short time in 2011 when I was in, when I was getting a guide dog, um, the director of communications at the guide dog school asked me if I'd be willing to write a blog about what it was like to be in training. So I did, and it was on Blogspot. And I had a lot of followers, and it was a lot of fun. But after I'd been home for a month or so, I was sick about I didn't want to write about guide dogs every day. I love my dog, but uh-huh. I didn't uh-huh. want to do that every day. But that was free. So and you, I, like... Are you are the two of you? Are you on WordPress? The, the WordPress. I'm my blog. Yeah, I need meant to mean to make clarify that. I think I may have confused you when I started talking, going off on a tangent about my website. My right. blog is on WordPress.com, and it is free. That is free. That's what that I is free. Yeah, yes. yeah. And oh, so then, yeah. yeah. So mine is too. Mine's You're WordPress. Right. Okay. All right. So so that's how I don't have to pay anything. <laughs> right. Free. Yeah. That's why you're not paying anything. Okay. All right. That's good to know because I've toyed with the idea of doing it again and doing, you know, what the two of you are doing, just a general blog, just anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I wasn't going to do it if it was going to cost me money. No. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Can I add something? Um, Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's a little bit confusing is that WordPress also sells website hosting services, which something else so you can see ads for wordpress that's for their web hosting so their blog you can use them as a blog platform for free okay so and that's debbie right that was debbie talking oh yeah that was debbie armstrong do you have a blog well i do have a blog on blogger and occasionally stick stuff up there but i'm not a dedicated blogger it's mostly an outlet for me if i feel like i have something important to say i put it up there mm-hmm. uh, but but uh it's not really a or or if i have a long thing and i want to share it with somebody but i don't want to paste the whole thing into an email then i can send them a link to it but i i don't do it for any publicity it's more for personal outlet purposes okay and now, David, you mentioned that you are looking for ways to market yourself, market your book. Um, so I'm, I know that there are authors who use blogs for that purpose. So do you have a blog, and have you thought about a blog? 
I did a virtual book blog tour last year. I talked to an agency that books them for a fee. Everything is for a fee. I sometimes think the money is not in writing, but in working with writers to provide services such as editing, book cover design, PR for them. Anyway, I did, and I appeared on 12, uh, 10 blogs over eight weeks. And it was really interesting. I'm going to find out if there's such a thing as a virtual podcast tour or a podcast tour. I might look into that because I abridged my book. I decided it, for many readers, it might be a bit long because it struck me recently while looking at board. The average length of the average book has decreased to me, in my humble opinion, since, say, 1980 or 1990. It looks like to me at one time, Board's books would have been 12 to 13 hours long, and now they're 10. So I've reduced my book by about half, and it's about 65,000 words. I've hoped I've kept the highlights, the things that I felt made the book interesting. I bring that out in the spring. The editor hasn't done already, and I'm hoping to do that. So that I do want to look into some other blog possibilities and podcasting. I just need to get better organized. Well, that's that requires that requires a whole other discussion group getting organized. I think it's beyond my mm-hmm. <laughs> my realm of aspiration, <laughs> so I won't go there. <laughs> um, so, so Bob, um, you make are making this happen, but what I neglected was to ask you if you wanted to introduce yourself. Is there an inner writer in Bob Acosta that's waiting to come out? Well, I'm not a writer. I just do the job. I'm kind of a grunting groaner, you know. I'll do. I, I I think I can communicate, okay. But you guys are so impressive, and I I won't tell you who, but a lady said, "Oh, I'm a beyond their level. I don't want to come in." I said, "Are you Ernest Hemingway? What do you think you are?" You know. But you guys are fabulous. I'm truly enjoying this, and I'm just an average guy. I was a school teacher 37 years, and. Uh, I loved it. I, I, I'm good at people to people, I think. Not always good writing a, uh, a treatise. Just can't do it. Thank you. <laughs> well, what you do with Accessible World is gigantic, so thanks. Um, so, okay, is there anyone else who has a blog that I haven't asked you to talk about? Okay, Bill, no, I don't have one. I have the WordPress app, but I have no idea how to set up anything with it to get started, whether I have to do it on the computer or whether I can do it through the app or what. So I have, I have the app on my phone, but I don't have anything started. Yeah, I, don't know see, how I had to someone set started. mine up, so I couldn't tell you how to do it myself. Uh, good, luck, good luck with that. Um, boy. Well, yeah, that's a- well, maybe sometime in the future we ought to have uh, the Mystic Access people on here and have them tell us how to do it. That wouldn't be right. a bad uh, idea. And that's the, that's the trouble. I don't have the extra money to pay for their courses right well, now. Well, that's well, we why, can get them in here for free. Say, have them come on here and do a... Oh, they, they would do that. They, I'm, do I'm a sure. presentation. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, I think, you know, that would be interesting down the road. I guess it, that feels a little bit more like technology than writing to me. So I guess. Well, I don't know. Not necessarily. If you if it's writing, this is, we use our blogs to promote. Oh, excuse me. losing my voice. We use our blogs to promote our work. Right. And so, blo- right, you know, blogging is. and and But you're not the only one, you know, to kind of not, you know, because other people have said, well, you know, blog posts, you know, that's, you know, they don't realize that it's actually writing. So. Another another possibility um, for Bill and for anyone who doesn't want to um, is that one friend of mine um, who's not blind and who's not a writer, but who's very entertaining and has a lot to say about music and art and nature. He does a blog of sorts. He calls it his blog out. but he doesn't do it on a site he has an email list and if you want to get jerry's blog out you tell him and i'm so i'm so sorry i didn't get it until this last year because i just i laugh so hard every time i get it it's just so good it's just so funny he's just such a throwback hippie and um you know so it's it's all about you know uh music like i said music and theater and and nature and just and it's short it's really short it's just what he's done this week you know and he's always done something interesting so you could do that bill you obviously have a computer you knew about this meeting yeah and so i have that and i have the iphone too so so use your computer just write little posts and email them to people and build a list of people you think might be interested and uh you know start a blog that way and then you don't have to learn um so okay let's see nancy or ann do you have a blog did you get a chance to jump in i don't have a blog i've i don't either but i don't have one okay i've posted for other people that have done blogs where you send them pieces and they you know they choose when to put them up and choose if they want to do that i've done that but i've I don't have a blog of my own. So, okay, what I would like to, um, first of all, do we have a consensus that what we would like to do here is share work and get feedback? Oh, very much. That's one of the big reasons I wanted this group to happen. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. 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 Um, so, um, you if if you're not comfortable reading aloud, you have two of us who have said we'll read anytime, anything. So, um, so there's no excuse <laughs> not to participate. Well, you know, a lot of people who learn Braille later in life feel very awkward about trying to read out loud. So we wanted to give them that Absolutely. not no fear. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, and I know, you know, another thing that a lot of people do that, you know, if you, and what you could do in this group, honestly, is you could have a, I think most of us would feel pretty comfortable with that. We could try that if you wanted to. Have what? I, you, something cut out. Um, you could that. have your computer read. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I think most of us, you know, we all use screen readers and we're pretty comfortable with um, synthesized speech. So if you, for some reason, preferred that, you could do that as well. Um, do we, 
do we want to, you know, I, uh, part of me wants to say, let's just, anybody who wants to read, show up next time and read. Um, but then I, my fear is that nobody will bring anything or we'll have 10 people who do. So it might <laughs> be better to, um, and I'll tell you, if, if it's okay with everybody, I have something I'd like to read tonight, something that I, I wrote quite a while ago, but found recently. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, it's, it's a kind of fiction and um, just a scrap, but uh, I think you should go ahead. Okay. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll do that and uh, I'll find it first. Um, well, I also have something I would like to read as well. So oh, you do. Okay. Okay. Great. Good. Great. Okay. Well, I'm having technical difficulties. You want me to go ahead? Because it should only take me a second to get my touch woke back up here, and I can read mine while you're trying to find yours. Absolutely. I would love for you to go to first. Sure. Okay. Let me – here we go. It's just coming up here. I just have to wake up my – this is on my Braille note touch. I'm recognizing your voice, but – I just want to say, as a rule, let's all say who we are. We oh, start. sorry. Yeah, I, I'm very good at forgetting to do that, as, okay. as I am at forgetting a lot of other things, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a poem I wrote for my niece in Florida, who's celebrating her birthday this month. And I'm going to mm. send it to her next week with a check, and I'm also going to put it on my blog. Uh, it's called, To Anna at 18. When you were 13, all you wanted to do was go to the beach or mall with friends. When your aunt from Wyoming visited at Christmas, you reluctantly accompanied the family to a performance of the Nutcracker. Now you're 18. You'd still rather hang out with friends than spend time with your family. But you have more important things to think about. High school, graduation, college, a career. Your whole life is ahead of you. And that's it. Nice. How um, how did you present it to her? Did you? Just- I haven't yet. I'm going to mail it to her next week with a check because she's in Florida and I'm in Wyoming, so I can't really give it to her in person. Right. Okay. And then I'm also going to put it up on my blog too. So very nice. Um, Beautiful. So, um, have you have you written other poems for her before? Yes, as a matter of fact, the title poem of my collection, That's Life, is dedicated to her. I was inspired to write it, you know, when, when I uh, was visiting at Christmas time and she was 13 and, you know, we'd have, she'd have this conversation with her parents. I want, you know, I want to go to the beach. I want to go to the mall with friends and, and they were trying to, they wanted to come with us to see the Nutcracker. And, you know, it, that's what kind of inspired me to write, to write the poem. It's called That's Life. It's basically just telling her that, you know, sometimes you don't always get what you want in life, and you're just going to have to put on your big girl pants and deal with it. <laughs> and fortunately, my brother did not show that to her until she was 14. I have a feeling if she'd seen it earlier, <laughs> I don't know. 
it could have been interesting. I might not have been alive today, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, I um, does anybody else have anything to say? This is not a time to be quiet. I just was... wonder, Bill, if Doug was talking about seeing a nutcracker, have you ever seen a nutcracker or would you? I well, actually, my brother, I I, I couldn't really see it. Oh, we were in the balcony because those are the cheapest. Yeah. This is in West Palm Beach, by the way, in case you're wondering, Bill. And my brother mm-hmm. described it to me, though. He he told me about what they were doing, and of course, I enjoyed the music. Um, but anyway, we're getting a bit off topic. But yeah, I I have right. a, and I, I when I when I when I uh, saw it with when I was a young child uh, growing up in Illinois, we went up to Chicago to see it, and of course, to, uh, to somebody with no vision, it was difficult to and because it was all ballet and musical, it was not something yeah, that I yeah. appreciated as much. I'm totally blind now. Right, right, right. So there was one line I didn't like, and I'm trying okay. to remember what it said exactly. Do you want me to read it again? Would that help? Well, it, it was something about you might still want to go to the mall, you might still want to do yeah, these things. Yeah, okay. I, I, and I, it, it had sort of a bossy tone, and I'm wondering oh, if you it, could okay, say it without, me, if you could adjust see. the tone in that Hang line. On, let, me, let me find that. Okay. Ah, uh, oh, it's the next line here. Just a minute. Okay, here we go. Um, you, yeah, you'd still rather you'd still rather hang out with friends than go I, to spend time with your family. I guess you know it sounds so critical to me, and I'm wondering oh, okay. if there was a way you could soften it, or because what are you yeah. trying to say here? Well, are I'm you? Just, I'm just trying to point out that she still wants to hang out with her friends, but yeah, she's got other things to think about. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder if there's a way you could say, and even though your friends are still beckoning, or I don't know. I mean, there was something to me. It was a bit of a turn well, off. Well, I could like, cut out. You know, I think what, what might be the problem is the next line is then spend time with your family. I could maybe just cut that whole line out. So yeah. It would, read, it would read, "You'd still rather hang out with." Different. Yep. But you there you have, go, Abby. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Oh, there you go. Or your family welcomes you, or I don't know. I, I want. Okay. I want it to well, be. I'll, more I'll just cut. I can cut out that business with spending. Then. Well, that's just my take on it. It may. Well, no, I, think I, no, I, I agree. I agree. It. It's Nan. Yeah. yeah okay. I agree. I, I yeah, want it to be more welcoming. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want to hear. Family members are closing the doors. Each other. Let's hear Deborah's reading also. We want to certainly allow time for that. Okay. Well, thank you, Bob. I, I did have one tiny suggestion for Abby. Okay, sure. If you wanted to soften the tone of that, I think if you use the word prefer rather than rather, rather oh, okay. than judgmental, I think that's where Debbie was heading. Oh, um, okay. Okay. If you just say you still prefer hanging with friends, period. Okay. Anyway. Okay, so so thanks. Now my thing is eight hundred words. So anyway, here we go. I hope it doesn't take too long. If it does, you can disconnect. That's okay. Okay, and um, for those who are, there might be some sensitive material, as they say. Okay. As, they, as we say it in LS. Um, okay, it's called. For now, it's called Katrina. Um, 
He did some pretty bad stuff, I answered Ty, as he deftly places the towel behind my neck, easing my head into the smooth curve of the shampoo bowl. His face is young and innocent, and I teeter on the brink of telling him awful truths, because that is part of what women pay for with hairdressers and unburdening my own soul of the sordidness. He has asked about my daughter, one common bond we share, and a thread carried into each of our monthly conversations under the casual, intimate umbrella of hair dye, shampoo, and curling iron. Often, I bring her with me when I come here after work. She reads quietly, wheedles a polishing of her bitten-down nails from Sherry, my favorite nail tech, or sometimes is annoying the re- with repeated requests that we go to Susie's Chicken Palace when my hair is done. Ty's daughter is three, born when he was only 21, and he works hard to keep connection, taking her to zoos and amusement parks, bringing her sometimes into the salon. My daughter, Katrina, is 10 and the victim of sexual abuse. There, I've said it to myself, even if I can't bring myself to say it to Ty, this untarnished young man who is fixing my hair. I am silent as he washes the mixture from my hair, massaging my scalp as I long to massage my soul. It has been hard to make small talk today with so much enormity weighing on my heart. Katrina is not here, I tell him, and he, pursuing the obvious, is she with her dad? No, I say simply, his visitation has been terminated. Wow, he catches his breath. Really? What happened? And then I patted myself mentally on the back for the ever so cleverly cryptic but honest He did some really bad stuff. I can't be interactive today. I want to be just an object of his skillful hands. Pretend, I think, that we are in that movie, My Girl, where Dan Aykroyd is a mortician and he hires Jamie Lee Curtis to dress the hair of corpses for pretty presentation on burial day. I am reviewing Katrina's Sadness, her tragedy, that is my tragedy, that is woven into every fiber of my being with the aching to make it better. She was four when it first happened, we think. We, being the child psychiatrist, the social worker, the pediatrician, the lawyer, and me. Uh, And I think I'll stop there. That's good. Oh, my gosh. The character is so real. I mean, you can just feel you can just feel her her pain, and the dialogue is quite realistic. Her her dialogue with her hairdresser it sounds very natural. Mm-hmm. You uh, get the um, the the emotional um, tone very well. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deborah, did you say that that 
the hairdresser washes the mixture out of her hair? I don't. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. The mixture. I I, I don't, and that's not specific enough. I. I, I mean, it, it struck me as odd in this really specific, really interesting piece. <laughs> just, just you know, like, like, okay, wait a minute. What was the mixture? What was that? <laughs> it was hair dye. Yeah, was it? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's fine. I, 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 I but see, yeah, I, that's just it's yeah, a detail I, that I, that I would want. Okay. I think. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I say at an earlier point, hair dye. But that's funny you would pick up on that. I had to look back to even make sure I said it. I, well, I, I did, yeah, and I, I don't know that I heard. I don't know that I heard that, but I, I yeah, mixture, just yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. maybe the, maybe a color, maybe a color, or I don't know, maybe I don't know something. Washes the color from my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, maybe even the color, whatever. Also, there's a little symbolism there, too. If he's washing the color out of your hair, is he also sort of pulling some of those feelings out of you? I mean, that's... The, yeah, the, that's the, a very the, nice metaphor. It's a nice metaphor so that you could work it more. Yeah. Okay, so so he's he's washing the dye out of your hair. He's not dyeing your hair. Is that what he's doing? I was I thought he was shampooing your hair to start with. Yeah, I thought he was shampooing it, too. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Well, no, because if she, she says that... They put the color on first, and then they wash. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, see, I, I've never had my hair colored, so I don't I've know. Never, I've okay. never had it done, either, so I didn't that's know, either. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Put it no. on your hair, and then they wash. No. Neither have I. Yeah. <laughs> this is Ann here. I um <laughs> just a personal note, I've decided not to dye my hair even though it's going gray because I get to places and they say, "Would you like the senior discount, dear?" <laughs> so I'm getting my hair gray. There you go. Most of us who are totally fine may not care what each other's hair color is. Yeah. <laughs> but as as far as the piece goes, maybe it does need to be a little clearer, but I did sort of understand that that, okay. that uh, when you dye your hair, you put it on, you put the dye on, and you leave it there for a while, and then you rinse it out or you whatever. Um, right. You know, so it doesn't stay there all the time. Um you know that I got the impression that was what was going on, but you might want to, okay. you might want to make it a little more specific. But you're all talking about washing hair and washing feelings the way that reminds me of that old song about washing that man right out of my hair. Good metaphor. Good. Out of my hair. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good <laughs> metaphor. I didn't think it when I was writing it, but I did when one of Nancy you said something. Okay. No, Nancy has Deborah, left. Yes. It's Mary. Hi. I I really I really love the umbrella um, image. The you know being under the umbrella of the conversation between beautician and client. Mm. I like that. Thank you. Uh, about the, the feeling, the rain, getting it to happen, and of course the name Katrina, that horrible storm. That and that was my first thought. It was about this. It was about the hurricane. Oh, so mm-hmm. I, I, but that no, that's not. That's a red herring. That's a good red herring. I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, all of you. Um, this is Debbie. I think I wanted to keep reading because I really wanted to know how she would come to terms with it. I knew that, you know, the problem couldn't be erased, the abuse couldn't be taken away, but she would have to come to terms with it somehow, and that was what I wanted to see happen. So, uh, you know, with a story, you always have to have a reason the reader should persist, and that right. would certainly have Absolutely. been mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that right there means a lot to me because it's I, I want – you know, when I was young, before I connected writing with reading, <laughs> um, I uh, fiction was what I wanted to do, and I I wrote some stories, but I often could not finish them, and um, part of it was because I had trouble figuring out a storyline, and that's not the case with this. It's kind of in my head. I I think I know what I want to do. So, um, but I don't, but I can't, I have had the problem all my life of not knowing if anything's good and, you know, with, uh, until I've stepped away from it or somebody else tells me it is. I, 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 I can't quite explain that, but anyway, so thank you. Thank you all for, for listening. Um, so, uh, how do we? You were probably taught to be humble. <laughs> um, how do we want to proceed for next time? I guess I would be really happy to have commitments from a couple of people that yes, you will come prepared to share something you have written. Oh, this is Jeffrey. I will. I have something that uh, I'm going to write. It's about. Um, over-the-air TV. I've written the article, but I couldn't pitch it. I pitched it to a few places, but it didn't get accepted. Okay. Okay. Um, So, and and how long, that's John? Was that John? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's John. Yep. Okay. So, and and, and is it, Debbie had a good point with the length. Is it, do you know how long it is? Uh, I'd say it's about uh, a page or two. Okay. All right. So, and you're, you'll be prepared to share that with us next time? Sure. Okay. All right. So, John, you're one. And Debbie, I thought I heard you say. Yeah. And I've written so much stuff. I mean, it'll, you tell me what length you want, I'll pick something. Um, I mean, I can read something of pretty much any length because I have lots of stuff. Well. <laughs> um, you want maybe like 700 words or something? Um, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't want to um, limit anybody. You know, you threw out a limit of 1,500, and that's a very good ending. So I think it's uh, under 1,500. You know, right. it makes, um, I, my columns, okay, you know, I, I wrote 30 years of weekly newspaper columns, and they were 700 words long. And there is like a built-in, Thing inside my head that everything I write is between six and eight hundred words long. It's like I can't. If I have an important letter to write, it's going to be six hundred and fifty words. You know that mm-hmm. so, <laughs> one page. But I know from doing Something that readable quickly. Mm-hmm. That when we read aloud, it's about a hundred words a minute. So fifteen hundred would be fifteen minutes, and that's that's long. Mm-hmm. So really. 
15 would be the max, and I would say 1,000 would be a really nice limit. I'll bring something that's about 700 words. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Uh, I have a couple problems I could look at to share that, that Bill, I can't remember how long they are, but I'll take a look again. But I okay. do have a couple uh, finished that I could consider. Okay. Deborah? Yes. Deborah, it's Mary. Yeah. Um, I, w- I-, I would like to submit my uh, uh, piece that I've written to submit to chickens, uh, the chicken soup. Oh, great. Okay. The story is 1,200 words, and I would love a critique and any corrections because the okay. deadline for submitting it is December 30th. So. Okay, so we when we meet on the eighth, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Um, okay, so I think that's enough people for next time. We have uh John and Debbie and Mary and Bill, right? Am I right? Unless Bill was somebody else sounding like Bill. No, that was correct. No, let's just me. Bill. There's only one Bill in the room. All right. You know, I, I I have never been a blind person who's good at voices. I just have to say that. And um, so I say it for myself as much for everybody else that I hope we try to remember to it. Because I know some people are so good at it, and I never was. And I've worn hearing aids for, I don't know, 30 years. And the hearing aids make it even harder to recognize voices. So anyway... Okay. Um, well, so for next time, we will just share reading and critique, and um, uh, and then we'll just... Can of... others bring something just in case? Sure. Or... Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes, okay. yes. I just wanted commitments. Right. Okay. We weren't all okay. sitting here in silence. And right. 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 <laughs> Yeah, because you I, can always you can always finish your piece too. That's that would be fun to hear the end of that. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'd love to know what happens. How often does this meet? Once a month. We're the second. Okay, so it is once a month. Second okay. Saturday of every month. So in December, okay. December eighth. Mm-hmm. Unless mm-hmm. unless Bob, you know, cuts us off. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so I, you know, we didn't, uh, have an agreed upon time. I guess I kind of had an hour in my head because I thought that's what was done before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think an hour, I think is, is reasonable, especially for those who are on the phone and have to hold it to their ear. You know, it's, it's gotta be tough holding. Well, one thing that happened with that is that I'm wearing earbuds. Oh, good. And that oh, way that I helps. can hear the phone that way and speak. Okay. And it, it makes it a lot better on conference calls. Yeah. Do that. Bluetooth headphones would work as well if he had both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, th- I think uh, this is Anne again. I think an hour is, is perfect because, um, like tomorrow, I have to get up very early. Oh, yeah. Because... Uh, <laughs> Our choir is rehearsing for their the ten uh, thirty mass. Oh, and so yeah. Well, yeah. And having said that, though, I want to say that um, you know, I mean, I said I, the writers group that I'm in, uh, that's face to face, meets from we meet from nine to twelve, and we usually finish at eleven. But um, 
So I think if we're flexible with that, you know, if a number of people have brought things to read and we don't have anywhere to go, and I'll tell you, I'm going to make it a point every time we're doing this group that I don't have anywhere to go. So if you bring it and want to read it, I, for yeah, one. Right, sure. Work, and if people need to leave, then they, they can, they, you know, that's that's understandable. Exactly, so. exactly. Yeah. So, but I think for a first time, this this feels right to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I have, you know, I've thought of a lot of um, ideas, you know, for speakers and so forth. But I think primarily, let's just talk to each other because the group might grow too. And uh, so kind of hold off a little while on speakers and just get to know one another's writing and, and give feedback and so forth. So, okay. So, does anyone okay. uh, have any parting testimonials, questions? Uh, yeah. No, I don't want to hear it. This is Debbie. I had one more thing I wanted to say. Um, you know, I work for college, and uh, we're starting to offer more creative writing classes online. And I wanted to say what a wonderful opportunity it is if you are near a community college that offers writing classes. I'm going to take a fiction writing class next quarter. I've taken a poetry writing, a short story writing class, and it's so fun. So, oh, I bet. And, I and bet. it's not yeah. expensive. Yeah. So right. check with your local community college. That's awesome. Yes. I, haven't, yeah. you know, I haven't done I that since I was 20, and it was so much fun then. You know, and we, I mean, this was the day of, you know, <laughs> mimeograph. <laughs> and it, it was too bad because everybody passed out what they wrote. And yeah. So I didn't get That's to, why it's more fun online. Yeah, I didn't get to read them until after class. But Yeah, yeah, it is more fun doing it, doing it online. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, all right, well... Thank you. All okay, you. thank you. Thank night, you, everybody. Debbie. Thank you. Good night. We'll see you all next month, if not sooner. Bye. Before Bob okay. goes away, can I ask him a question? Thank you. Thank you.